What's up guys, Combat Addict here. Uh, today we got a bunch of random stuff to talk about. None of this is particularly meaningful in any way. It's just uh, a bunch of stuff that we're going to talk about today. And I'm just realizing one of the things that I wanted to look at I can't even look at because... not logged in I'm not logged into Instagram which is annoying you'd think you'd be able to look at pictures full screen on Instagram like on your desktop even if you're not you know logged in but I guess not apparently that's too much to ask for anyways man um I just wanted to talk about a couple different things. The first thing being that the older I grow, the weirder it is to me that celebrities dress like teenagers. Um, like he doesn't even dress his age and it's weird. It's weird sometimes. Some of these guys, they don't dress their age. Like, for example, this is LeBron James, right? This is LeBron James wearing a sweater, like, tied around his waist, uh, a flat brim hat. He looks like a teenager. And, I mean, obviously there are other instances of him looking like, you know, a grown grown man. But there are just like images of LeBron James, for example, which dictate to me that he's like a, a tween or something. And that's weird. But not just LeBron James, rappers too. Like, I don't know if you can see this uh, image right here. You know what? Let me try to find, let me try to log in. Let me try to log in so I can actually do this for you guys. Do I even remember my, my, my login? I don't even know if I do. Oh my God, I don't even remember my login for this. Oh, guys, I'm gonna need to fix that because I don't remember what it is. Um, I don't even remember what my login is for that. Oh my God. Well, Oh my God, can you believe that? I figured it out. It took three tries. That's always the greatest. When three tries is all you need to get that uh, good old fashioned password identified. Anyways, man, look at this. This is a grown ass man. I don't know how old this man is. Let's look that up. How old? Actually, we could probably just type in 
Conway No, apparently not. I'm looking for not the How old is he? This man is 38 years old. This man is almost 40. This man is almost 40. Doesn't look it. I mean, he looks really good for 38. But the man is almost 40 years old and he's on the internet posing like this. And it's just weird to me. I don't know if that's weird to anybody else. But to me, this is weird. He doesn't look bad. I'm not saying he looks bad. And I'm not even saying he shouldn't be doing, you know, his thing. Look, man, if you like to dress like that, you know, and that's what that's what your style is. Keep doing you, you know, I'm not going to tell you not to do you. Do you where you're. Gucci hat or whatever that is. I don't know. I don't think that's Gucci, but it looks like it could have been continental. Maybe it's all continental. Maybe everything he's wearing is continental. Or or a cointel. See, I just I didn't even read that. I just saw C and L and said continental. It's way too long of a word. It's cointel. Maybe everything he's wearing is cointel. I don't know. But he's posing on Instagram like in this 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 loud ass outfit. Like it looks like he bought these shoes for this jacket. I swear this whole outfit was planned out. And I'm just thinking to myself, how are you going to like, do you dress like this every day? I mean, he's a rapper, so probably yes. I mean, he's probably got enough money that he can dress like this every day. But also like, damn, man, you're like 40 years old. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird and not just him. And this is like one of my favorite rappers, by the way, like I love this guy. So I'm not trying to, you know, take a dump on him or anything. Uh, but I'm just trying to make a point and I'm using him to make a point. Other rappers do this too. Like, like how long is, is Wiz Khalifa going to wear fitteds? You know what I mean? How long is this going to go on for? I mean, like, as far as I know, Dr. Dre sort of dialed it back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? After a point, he kind of dialed it back. He was like, all right, I don't need to wear big clothes anymore. I, I just, I'll just wear a black sweater and that's it, you know? But some rappers are just out here like old, like 34 years old and still wearing like just ridiculousness. And then there's a part of me that thinks like how many of them are sick of their job? Like, like music is a huge part of the lives of young people, but it becomes less important as people grow older. Usually, right? Like you don't hear lots of older individuals finding new music, you know, unless they're a musician or, or, you know, I don't know. They, they really just love music. Most people aren't into that, right? And some people would say that's because they just, they've got other stuff that they're doing. You know what I mean? They don't have time to search for new music or that they're not, they're not as invested in music as they used to be, whatever, right? Um, like, do you think that Drake feels like that? You know, you think Drake feels like, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> 
I don't want to go from city to city and rap for 16 year olds. I, I don't want to rap for 18 year olds. You know, I mean, he's got like 20 year olds and stuff that'll come to his concerts too. So it's like he got older people who will come. But after a point, like you kind of got to realize like, oh, wait, like all of my fans are way younger than me. That's got to be that moment where you realize that what you do is really a job, like in a market, like it's like it's your dream, but it's really a job in the sense that like you have an audience, you have a base and it's age sort of stays just about around the same. You know what I mean? Like, even though, like, for example, I listen to, well, I guess that's not true because your fans grow with you as well, right? So, like, I, I, but I don't know. I guess, like, I went to go see Billy Talent when I was pretty old, you know, even though their, their fan bases probably started in the teenage years. I finally went to go see them when I was, like, around 20, something like that. So... I guess technically you can be listening to a band for years as a teenager and then go and see them when you're older. But my point is something like at some point you're going to be 40 and the people at your shows are not going to be 40. <laughs> they're not going to be 40. So it's just going to be kind of weird, you know, unless they're just like nostalgic fans. I don't, I don't know any 40 year olds who are listening to Conway the Machine is all I'm saying, you know. So I wonder if they get sick of it. I wonder if they're like, oh my God, like this is so annoying. These fans are so goddamn annoying. They think they're so important that when I come out on the stage that I got to touch their hand, specifically their hand, because they feel so important. And like, <laughs> I wonder if they feel like this. I bet they don't. You know, I bet they like their, their job and they love the fans. But I don't know. Just seeing a grown-ass man pose on Instagram in brand new sneakers and this like loud jacket the jacket is so loud you can't wear that anywhere and people not look at you like the jacket is so over the top and my whole thing is it's like if i was like rich right let's say that this cointel jacket is really expensive i wouldn't even buy a jacket like this because it's too loud <laughs> i couldn't go anywhere I couldn't go anywhere, man. Everyone would always be looking. And if anybody looks at me, they'd be like, look at this asshole in this, <laughs> in this loud jacket with these giant letters straped across the front of it. You know what I mean? I don't know. It just seems like you, you're looking for attention. And that's like a huge thing when it comes to rap, right? Like they, they like to shine on people. And, you know, you know, who cares what everybody else thinks? I'm shining, you know? That's the attitude. So I get why he's wearing this. I just, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I care too much what people think, but to be honest, I don't, I don't even think I'd want to be seen in this jacket. It is, it, my, I am, this is not who I am as a person, that jacket right there. Personally, that's just way too loud. I like things that are very subtle. Okay. I like it when what I'm wearing is like an accent, okay? It's like a feeling that you get from a sound. That's what I like what I'm wearing to sound like. I don't want or to look like. I don't want what I'm wearing to be analogous 
to, um, you know, a, 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 a megaphone or something, right? Or, 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 you know, as much sugar as you can possibly pound into a, into a jar of Kool-Aid, you know, a pitcher of Kool-Aid, right? I want it to be very subtle. I want to walk out and, and have my outfit, you know, be a, be a metaphor or, or sorry, have a metaphor, you know, of dark chocolate used to describe my, my outfit. Okay. Not, not, not this like loud, like the jeans, even like you can't even wear those jeans. Like that is so extreme. Look at the bottom of them and they're stylish. Don't get me wrong. They're hella stylish, but oh my God, man, you're just walking around like this all day. Don't you feel like a, a walking spectacle? I don't know. And that's why I'm saying, like, I wonder if they're just <laughs> like, they're grown, they're grown, they're grown men. You know what I mean? So it's just, to me, I, I think it's, it's kind of weird. You know, it's kind of weird. I'm not saying he looks bad. He looks good. But just the fact that he walks around in that and doesn't feel like a teenager, that, I don't know, that blows my mind. There are some things that I just do not wear because I feel very out of place with respect to cohort. And it just makes me feel uncomfortable. I'm just like, oh, like, why is it like all of these, like, oh my God, this. And maybe it's also because I'm an introvert. I don't want all of these eyes on me, right? I don't want to wear something really loud and then have somebody approach me assuming that I'm some way because of what I'm wearing and then find out that I'm the exact opposite, right? Because I would wear something really loud and maybe attract the wrong sort of talkative extroverted person. They'd be like, I'm so confused. This is not as advertised. You don't even want to talk to me. You're right. I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I'm nervous. I, I, this is not the time to be talking with you. I don't know, man. It's just, uh, it's just weird to me. It's weird. And I feel bad saying this cause it's like, you know, I do like his music, but when I saw this, I was just like, damn man, like, you're like, what are you in grade 10? Like, what is going on here? What is going on? Why do you, why do you feel the need to, to post this? You're, you're a successful rapper. You want everyone to look at your outfit. <laughs> and the truth is. And the truth is he has to make this post. If he wants to wear stuff like this, he has to make this post because he can't buy all of this and then have no one see it. <laughs> he, he can't, he has to, he has to post a picture draped out in his outfit in front of his bends. Cause otherwise no one is going to know, <laughs> especially, especially in the midst of a pandemic, no one's going to know. So, <laughs> oh my God, man, it's so funny. Like how crazy we all are. It's just like, we need, we need the approval of other human beings. We need it, man. We need it. Oh my God. It's so weird. Well, yes, I like this and I bought it and it's nice, but everyone has to see it. So I'm going to post a picture. <laughs> It's so funny when you say it out loud. Like, I mean, I, I, I'm not, you know, exempt from this. I'm sure, 
that I would do this in the future and that I've done this something like this already, right? But um, it's just funny, man. It is just funny. Anyways, man, I was just thinking that that's weird. I was just thinking that that is strange. Um, and I had another thought on the top on the on the subject of celebrities. There's a uh, this TikToker who I didn't even know was a TikToker. I just knew she started a YouTube channel and then had like hundreds of thousands of followers. And I was like, how the hell did she do that? Her name is Emma Langevin. And I think she's from Jay-Z because of the way she talks. She's got a, a Jay-Z accent, which interestingly enough, can I just make a point about this? Accents are supposed to be offensive. But it really all depends on the accent you do. Because if you do a Jay-Z or a New York accent, nobody cares. Absolutely nobody cares at all. It doesn't matter. You could do a New York accent all day long and everybody will just be like, all right, that guy is okay. That was not the best New York accent. But the point is, nobody cares. It doesn't matter. If you wanted to do a Boston accent, you could do a Boston accent. If you wanted to do an, an English accent, you could do an English one and no one would care. It doesn't matter. Or it doesn't matter at all. You could do an English accent all day. No one would care. And I'm taking in that different accents are acceptable for different reasons. And I'm going to break down why I think those those accents are acceptable. Okay. Let's start with like regional accents within the same country so like in canada if you were to do a newfie accent like just talking super newfie like and a boot in there and how are you doing and i don't even know if that's that sounded like scottish for a second there i'm canadian and i can't even do a newfie accent i'm sorry guys i don't know what a newfie accent sounds like i'm just thinking about the most canadian thing ever that i could say so i said a boot i'm so sorry I've let all of my Canadian brothers and sisters down. This is a sad day for the the red and white. I am so sorry. Anyways, um, the point is, like, if you did a Newfie accent, no one would be upset with you because anybody can be from Newfoundland. And there isn't really, like, a lot of negative connotation with respect to that. Same thing with like a New York accent. Maybe you have the stigma that, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're from a hard city or that you guys are really, you know, uh, aggressive drivers or something like that. But aside from that, the New York accent isn't overly negative in its connotation at all, right? Not only that, pretty much anybody can be from New York. So you do a New York accent, it doesn't matter if, if, the person is white or black or Asian or whatever. If they grew up in New York, they're going to talk like a New Yorker. So that's that's what I think there. It's like an equalizer. If it's just like, oh, I'm just from this region, then, then it's not as offensive. So it's those two things, right? No negative connotation and just like a general, general, 
like regional aspect to the accent as opposed to you know like a racial racial thing which is which is why we'll get to like why an asian accent or an indian accent is offensive i think that the reason that they're offensive is because usually when you're doing those kinds of accents you're the stereotypes that you might fall into doing those accents are more harmful to that marginalized group of people than to the people who are having an accent based on region as opposed to something similar to like race and cultural cultural you know spe specificity so like i don't know if that made any sense but my point is basically something like if you were to make a joke about indians and using an accent at the time you you might accidentally mock them with the things that you say but mocking them is much more dangerous because it's much more targeted right not only that there's already like a lot of people who have prejudices against brown individuals we all know about the negative stereotypes associated with brown people you know whether they're from uh india which is south asia or some other part of the middle east whether they're like iranian or indian or or i don't know from afghanistan or something um you know you might have for indian people people say awful things about smells they say mean things about smells for people from iran or something they say mean things about you know uh terrorism things like this these are like real and hurtful things associated with this group of people so to do their accent when they are not a group of people in society who have an overwhelming amount of power influence or representation is sort of like kicking somebody who's already down not to say that indian people or iranian people are down but to say that when you insult them it's almost like you're taking advantage of people who already don't have like you know an amount of power or positive influence that would negate such a thing right um this is why i think it is also this is why i think there is not a problem with people doing english accents because people from england now uh, let's be real here people from england are are very diverse there are all kinds of different people from england now but doing english accents and maybe for the same reason as the new york accent based on how diverse it is now isn't offensive it's not offensive at all and i don't know if that's because english people just don't get offended by anything <laughs> i just feel like english people don't really care but um I've noticed that that is not a problem. And I think that the reason that that's not a problem is because, I mean, separate and aside from what? People saying that English 
people have bad teeth there's really and how many people really are saying that um there's really not like an overly negative connotation to being english there's not like and not only that if you're english it's like i don't know man for whatever reason it just seems to me that like and i'm not either i'm not indian or english but for whatever reason my gut impulse is to be hesitant towards doing an Indian accent and not to doing an English accent. And I don't know if it just has something to do with the influence that England has had or does have over the world and the things that go on, or if it's if it's something else. But it's just something I've noticed that there are certain accents you can do that are just not offensive. They're just not offensive. It doesn't matter. You could do an Australian accent and no one will care. It doesn't matter. You could do an Irish accent or a Scottish accent. People probably won't care. If you do a Chinese accent, that one's in. Because people would like, there's a history of making fun of Chinese people doing their accents. Right? Now, whether or not these accents are funny is because here's the thing i actually think that if you can you could if you can do an accent but not use any of the stereotypes involved in the accent to to say something i believe that could be funny because that's a form of uh mimicry but like on a general scale so you know how someone might do like Morgan Freeman impression. This isn't particularly offensive. It's just a good impression of Morgan Freeman. Like, you could do that, right? But if I said something like, Morgan Freeman's an idiot with freckles, like, that would be offensive. And I think that's the reason that some accents are offensive, because they've been used to completely degrade the, the integrity of, like, a group of people, right? But, uh, yeah, that's, I think that that's what it is. I don't know if that's what it is, but I think that's it. And so I think that hopefully we can get to a point one day where people can just do accents, but not in a, a way where they're trying to be stereotypical or anything like that, just in a way where they're just trying to be, you know, comical. Because here's the thing, accents are funny, like, can we not deny that me doing the New York accent is not awesome to hear, even though I'm not from New York? It's great. It's absolutely amazing. Everyone would love it if I did this all the time, 10 days out of the week, except for people from New York. It's just great. It's just fun to do. It's fun to play with words and sounds and stuff like that. Uh, and I'm sure that somebody... A comedian out there somewhere could find a way to work any accent and, and make it funny, irrespective of stereotypes or anything like that. I just don't think that we're there yet. I just don't think that we're at a point where, like, somebody's going to be able to do that. Like, you, you need to steer very clear of, like, any sort of Chinese, Japanese, South Asian, uh... It just Asian accents generally do not, do not, uh, you know, use those. 
Jamaican accents, interestingly enough, if people try to do Jamaican accents, nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares, man. I think African accents too. Like when somebody does an Af but honestly though, when somebody does an African accent, it's just so not African that it's funny. Cause it's always like, you can't, unless you're African, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's not going to work. So it's like, oh my God, man. Accents are actually funny, but like the ones that are offensive are the ones that, that, that hold those connotations. And I think people just need to be wary of that for now. And one day, hopefully we can get to a point where people can do accents and they won't be offensive anymore. Anyways. That was an aside. That isn't even what we were going to talk about originally. I just went on a rant for like 15 minutes, okay? I'm talking about the co the concept of someone's job being being themselves. This is what I, I, I have come to conclude is meant by someone just being a personality or when someone says they're a personality. It's like that is what they do. This, this, this woman, okay, I'm going to show you her. First off, gorgeous. I mean, just so beautiful. I, I, you don't understand. I am like awestruck by the beauty of this woman. It's like, oh my good God. I just imagine seeing her like in person. Whoo, whoo. I don't know, man. That'd be something else. That'd be something. Look at her. Oh my god. And then here's this audio thing. Can I play the audio? So this is like her vibe, I guess. This is like the music that she listens to. And uh oh my god, look at her. She's so beautiful. <laughs> Anyways. Anyways, man, um, but she's just herself. She's just, look at this. Look at, look at this. Look at this vibe. That's all it is. It's just a vibe. And people are asking her to sponsor G Fuel. She makes YouTube videos and all she really does is talk with her accent and have, you know, crazy funny pink hair and her Pokemon in the background. And she gets paid to do this. This is her job. To be herself. That's it. And, uh... That's just wild to me. That uh, there are people whose job it is to just be a personality, period. That's their job. Just be a personality. I don't understand these tattoos. Am I the only one that doesn't get these? Like... I'm pretty sure, first off, that they rub off after a certain point in time. Second, wh why? Why there? Why do you have to grab your lip to show somebody this tattoo? Why would you want this? And then when you and then when you show them, and it's just like a little smiley face. What? What value, you know? What value is there in it? I don't get it, man. 
Like, I just feel like if you're going to go get a tattoo, you're going to go get something that, I don't know, either it means something to you or you think it looks cool. Right? It's got to have some intrinsic worth for you. What worth is there in getting a tattoo like this? I really, I really don't understand. I really don't understand what value there is in getting a tattoo like this. It makes no sense to me. And I'm trying to think right now. Because what... My question is, when do you need to do this? The only time you would do this is if somebody asked you, like, hey, do you have tattoos? And then you'd be like, yes. Or like, how many tattoos do you have? Oh, I've got like five. Oh, here's like one. Here's two. Here's three. Here's four. Whoa. Where's the fifth one? It's right here. <laughs> like, that's the only way that that makes sense to me. Unless you want to, like, make a joke out of it. I think it'd be cool if it was to be, like, a joke. Like, if I put a smiley face on the inside of my bottom lip, right? You know what I would do? Every time somebody was sad, I would just do this. <laughs> I would just do that and then and then hopefully they'd laugh. Just like what is it who, who is this guy? And I wouldn't tell anybody that it's there until somebody was sad around me. Then I would like reveal it to them and it would just shake their world. It doesn't matter how sad they are in that moment, they would just they would light up. They'd be like, "Oh my god." I wouldn't post it on Instagram. It would be my secret. But unless you're going to do something like that, I just don't understand this tattoo, man. Anyways, people get paid to just be themselves. And that is so crazy. There's 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 nothing that they offer other than just existence. This is a job that could only exist in the first world countries of the world. I've seen her TikToks too. Some of them are funny. So I guess she's not just a personality, she's a comedian in the sense that she has like funny TikToks or whatever. But TikTok is going to be like banned soon, and I imagine that she's just going to continue to like, I don't know, make YouTube videos or, or, or not. But that is also just being a personality after a point, you know? I w And here's the thing, like I'm not, okay, so me personally, right? I'm not, I guess I am being a personality. But what I'm what I'm doing is different in the sense that when I put like my content out, there's a there's a level of like work and entertainment that's supposed to go into that. What I'm doing is not just being myself. What I'm doing is creating something by myself from me. She is just being <laughs> her funny, charismatic individual self. And people are like, take my money. <laughs> take my money. It's just funny to me that that, that, that happened. Because I don't think she like set out to be a TikTok superstar, right? Not only this, but she must be feeling like, Jesus, how, how have I made it? Made it so, so sweet in this world. 
And uh, even her bio is chaotic neutral professional loser. Or chaotic neutral slash professional uh, loser. That to me speaks of someone who is just like, I just, I just don't do anything supremely special. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just here and you love it. You absolutely love that about me, that I'm here. That's what that says to me. Hey, man. It is what it is, bro. That, it's funny. It's funny that there are people out there that can that can do this. That can just... Live. Based on that alone. Anyways. Um... You know what, uh, so, so I've been trying, so what I'm trying guys, I'm going to tell you this, I have been trying to be meat averse. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily vegan yet because I still have one egg and a couple of cheese slices left. So right now I'm meat averse, but I'm trying veganism. I just want to know what it's like. I'm getting kind of tired of meat. So we're going to try this vegan thing and just see how it goes. And I had always wanted to try veganism uh, because I had watched the documentary Earthlings when I was very young and it shook my world. If you watch that documentary, don't eat popcorn while watching it. You will throw up. It's very awful, the things that we do to animals. And so I've always had like a like a feeling like I, I wanted to try veganism. And I know that there are so many people right now who are shooting themselves in the mouth, just so upset that I'm talking about veganism this way. Just like, oh my God, not this again. But uh, I'm just being honest here at this point, man. That's the reason. That's the reason why I want to try it. I want to try it because I, I don't want to. I I want to. I don't want to contribute to the systematic torture of of, of these animals. <laughs> and like I know I sound like the most typical vegan ever right now, but. We got to find a more humane way to do this thing or else I'm not going to be a part of it is what I'm trying to say. If you want to be a part of it, man, I can't blame you because I'm a part of a bunch of other things that I shouldn't be. Half the clothes I wear are, are probably from sweatshops, you know what I mean? But I guess you take it one issue at a time and there are some hills that people die on and there are some hills that other people don't die on. And I'm trying to get this sorted out. So anyways... My point is that um, essentially I, I had always wanted to try it, but I never did because I thought there's all this research that I'm going to have to do in order to be able to do it properly. 
and you know deficiencies are a thing I don't know if I'll be able to get enough of what I need but then I just decided to start I was like just start just stop buying meat just look into like what alternatives you would need to get what foods that you would need to get in your diet and then just stop buying meat and start from there and it's actually not as hard as you think. It is a bit of a challenge right now. There are there are like a there's lack of options really. So I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do, but I have I had gone I think 3 or 4 days last week vegan. Didn't eat any food products. Feel okay. We'll see how I feel in a month. I'm going to get a blood test in a month. See what other deficiencies I might have, but um it's all right. It kind of, it kind of, I guess my point is that uh, you just kind of have to go for it. And that's like a lot of things in life. I guess what I'm trying to say right now is like, if there's something in your life that you want to start, you don't have to do what I did, like put it off or, you know, however many years, because you don't know if you're ready or you don't know if you can do the research or whatever. A lot of things, maybe you're not ready to do, but if you feel you're ready, you just don't know if you're capable just start. If you're ready, but you don't know if you're capable, just start. Just do it. But not all at one time. Just just start somewhere. And that's like all the things I think in life that you, you successfully, you're successful at. You're never going to be 100% ready for, for everything. You know what I mean? There are a lot of people who have told me that there are those things that you just sort of have to, you know, take as they come along. Uh, even, even like having kids is one of those things people say you're never ready to have kids. I'm sure you're never really ready to do anything or sorry. You're never really fully prepared to have kids. Sorry. You're never really fully prepared to be a vegan right away, but you got to start somewhere. I mean, if you're ready to make that transition, you just got to start. So that's like my advice for today. If there's something that you're ready to do, but something you don't feel you're prepared to do, just start somewhere and phase whatever it is into your life. And eventually you'll be doing it. And you're like, oh, well, I guess I figured it out. Like this isn't as hard as I thought. Anyways, man, I will say that uh, I, I miss I miss eggs. I guess I kind of miss meat. I don't even know, man. Like I, I sort of miss meat, but I really don't even care that much. Now that I'm thinking about it, it really doesn't matter. I just really wish there were more vegan things to eat. That's like the one thing. Because it's like, you can eat like brown rice and chickpeas and all that. But, um, you know, that gets old fast. What we need to do is start investing in, um plant-based meat substitutes. I don't know why we haven't done that. If you can make a burger that tastes just as good or like even, man, even like half as good as a real burger, but that wasn't used, uh, wasn't made by, you know, uh, killing, you know, a cow or whatever, just make that burger. Because the truth is, like, whether or not you, you know, have a problem with animals dying, right? 
whether or not that's your issue. And my issue isn't necessarily that animals die because animals die in the wild all the time. Uh, I have a problem with the way that they die. Um, but that's a conversation for another time because I'm still not fully, fully convinced that anything needs to die at all. But point is, um, even if your concern isn't that, right? Just based on the, the greenhouse gas effects of having all of these cows, it would just be better if we could find a way to mass produce plant-based meat substitutes, in my personal opinion. Like if the Impossible Burger was every burger, that would just be ideal, right? Now, we would lose a lot of jobs. That's the problem. If we stopped eating meat, like if everybody stopped eating meat, it'd be kind of like what's going on with oil and, and greenhouse gases right now. We would have to phase out a bunch of jobs and projects and people would be pissed. They would not have anywhere to to work anymore. And uh, people don't know how to code, including me. So I do realize that really me becoming a vegan doesn't isn't going to change a damn thing. At least not in the foreseeable future. I don't know if maybe 20 or 30 years from now, most people will be on the same boat and sort of feel the same way. And then in the same way that oil is sort of getting phased out, meat will start to get phased out. I have no idea. But to be honest, I think that that's almost, you know, even less likely just because everybody loves meat. I mean, I, man, I love meat. You know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm an omnivore. Of course I do. Look at these teeth, you know, look at that. My teeth were made for eating meat. I'm telling you, they're really sharp. Like, I don't think even my molars have edges to them. Like everything, everything is, is sharp in my mouth. I'm like a shark. Um, yeah, man. It's interesting, but, uh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it and see how it goes. We're going to see what happens. I just need to find, I can eat lots of pasta, but the problem is it's like, you don't want to eat lots of pasta because the truth is that's not going to nourish you at all. Like the problem with veganism isn't just that you have to eat, you know, based on plant uh, plant-based products and foods the problem is you have to eat so much of it to get the necessary nutrients that you're sort of you can't even eat what you want really like you, you like even if you wanted to eat you know pasta for dinner it's like okay well you could do that but you know you're gonna you know miss the opportunity to fill up on something that's gonna give you this necessary vitamin and then you're screwed right so unless you find a way to work it into your pasta, which is like another option, but I'm not going to be throwing, you know, ground uh, chia seeds into my, into my pasta. That's just not something I'm going to do unless there, maybe there's a way to do that. Maybe I should look into chia pasta and, and do it that way. But we're going to find out, man, we're going to see if this is really feasible or doable or, or whatever, but I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it at this stage of my life. We'll find out. Um... I don't know if anybody's seen that show, 13 Reasons Why. Pretty good show. 
makes me think of every mistake I ever made in high school, uh, which is a lot. I mean, just oh my, almost my entire high school career was a mistake. Um, but anyways, th this is we're not talking about that right now. What we're talking about is uh, there are these these gay dudes in that show. One's named Tony, and the other one's name is Caleb, and um, they kiss on camera. And nothing wrong with that at all. Um, you can be gay, and it's okay. Uh, I don't know why, but for me, it it just looks weird. It just looks weird. Like I, and I think it's because I don't usually see it. I've seen men kiss women thousands of times. I've seen women kiss women in in movies and and things like this hundreds of times right um so i think that i'm used to seeing that but when you see two men kiss there's just something about that that's like it's so rare to see that it's like a phenomena it's a visual phenomena that you're just not really prepared for you're like wow that's uh that's kind of weird that's kind of this just just weirds me out a little bit not in the way where i'm like uh, i have a problem with it in the way where it's like I'm just not used to seeing that you know which is probably going to change as time goes on but uh, I don't know what do you guys think are you used to seeing gay people kiss was it weird for you at first when you saw that are you used to it now I don't know I just saw it in the TV show and I was like huh that's cool um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know, guys, we're talking, we talked about a lot of stuff today. We, I still got stuff that we could talk about, but honestly, I'm, I'm getting kind of tired. So I'm thinking I'm going to end the podcast here. I'm thinking we're going to end it today and we'll pick this up, pick this up next week. Combat Addict out.